Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. So he's living the life mm-hmm. He's come to know mm-hmm. He said he's going back to find Going back to find oh, oh, What's left of his world mm-hmm. The world he's left behind mm-hmm. Not so long ago He's leaving, leaving mm, on that midnight train to Georgia. Leaving on that midnight train. Said he's going back, going back to find to a simpler place in time. Ooh, take that ride and I'll be with him. On that midnight train to Georgia Leaving on that midnight train mm-hmm. I'd rather live in his world Live in his world Than live without him In my world World Tis his and hers alone Welcome to the Solomon Ray Podcast I'm your host Solomon Ray And bitch I'm tired Mm-hmm I'm really tired, y'all. I'm I'm not even joking, bitch. I'm tired, boots. I'm looking at Ryan right now. She is knocked out. Billy is knocked out. It's the AC is on. It feel good inside, bitch. I'm just ready to be cozy and I can't. I got hundreds of orders I gotta do tonight. The pre-order for the, the collagen serum, the large bottle, is in stock now. So I have to get through these pre-orders, package them, send those out tomorrow. Excuse me, which I have. I mean, honestly, I could I could do them over the weekend and send them out Monday. But you know, I don't really like that. I like to give the girls what they need. It's, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if you order something, like it need to go out like then. You know when the girls be like having, they be ordering shit from like these not independent small people, but like these people on the internet, and they be like. Oh, you know, 
we ship every, you know, Wednesday. And it's like, bitch, I ordered on Thursday. I'm not trying to wait till next Wednesday for you to send me my tracking number. And then wait three to four fucking business days for my shit. Run me my shit before I cancel my order. Um, So it's just always been a thing, like, where I'm like, bitch, let me just get these out now. Let me, let me just... Do you know what it what it's funny? It's I was talking to Tia yesterday and it's like, just get it done. Just get it the fuck done. Do it today. Why 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 wait till tomorrow? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm not waiting till tomorrow to do stuff. Like, yes, I'm tired. Like, I'm actually literally physically tired, bitch. Like, I'm tired. Like, worn motherfucking thin, bitch. But I'm about to just, I've already had two cups of cold brew. I already went and got a big, large cup of the um, Gorana energy juice from Panera Bread. The um, fucking mint lemonade, pink lemonade, strawberry lemonade is so Bombay, y'all. It's really like my addiction. So I'm already done. I've already done that. And bitch, I'm still tired. I'm tired, y'all. Um... I'm gonna do this podcast, child. And then I'm gonna edit this podcast. Woo. I'm gonna edit this podcast and then I, I already printed out half the I already started prepping the orders. So I'm about to do that. I am gonna still bust my ass and go to the motherfucking gym. I'm gonna take this little pre-workout. I'm going to get into the gym. I'm trying to do legs today. And Lord, I don't know if I can do legs. Jesus. I don't know if I can. Because I need all the energy for legs, bitch. I'm going to do shoulders and arms. I'm going to do arms today. That's what I'm going to do. I, I ain't got it in me, Jesus, to do nobody's legs, Lord. I can't. Um. Then I'm going to bring my ass on home. Do these damn orders. And then I'm going to wake up in the morning do the single orders and then the double orders and hopefully make it off to at least till 2 p.m. for a drop off at the post office. Yes, I could do that. And then maybe be able to hit the gym on tomorrow. And then afterwards, I'm going to go up to Oceanside and go see Omar and his sister who's in town from Atlanta so I've never met his sister his other sister so everybody's over there so they're like bitch we was supposed to be hanging out this past weekend bitch I was just going through it this past weekend and like just a whole bunch of shit and I just didn't make it so I'm like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna come up before she leave on Saturday so I'm gonna go run up on there and oh Jesus and then all of a sudden it's gay pride this Saturday so all my straight friends is wanting to do gay shit and I'm like bitch I can't be gay for y'all this weekend. I cannot celebrate my pride, bitch. I don't want to celebrate my pride right now. I'm tired. Um, but enough about me being tired and exhausted, bitch. I'm about to do some cocaine. Honestly, at this point, I'm just... I need to give me a little, little bump. I need a little cocaine. I need some methamphetamine, bitch. I need... What else? Uh, Adderall. Something, child. Because something got to give, bitch. Something got to give. Because I... The Darlena is tired, honey. Um, what am I talking about? What are we doing? Um, oh yeah, we got reviews. 
Um, if y'all ha- want to write into the show, I mean, that's not even what I'm talking about, bitch. See, this I'm tired. <laughs> um, hold on, we got reviews. Um, if you are ever inclined to send a review in and it's five stars and five stars only please do so on the apple podcast you can write your review but you can also rate it as well on apple Podcasts. but you can also rate it as well on spotify so this week we have we got a review from Liz. Liz says, all hail Solomon Ray, period. I really had to download the Apple Podcast. I think I read this. I really had to download the podcast app on my phone to write a review. I love listening to you babbling away when I'm at work. I learn a lot from your podcast and I really like that you keep it real because a lot of people can't handle that. I agree on almost everything you speak about. Never a dull moment from finances to sex. You really are a versatile individual and I'm here for it. Thanks, Liz. You know, I I feel like I read that, but maybe I didn't before. So thank you, girl. Um, we also have one from Tarbs, Barbs, Marbs. Okay, anyways, love. Solomon, this podcast brings me so much joy. I find myself hollering through every episode. You really have me cracking, <laughs> craving Jack in the Box lately. <laughs> LOL, thanks for all the laughs and keeping us lonely girls in gorgeous company. I look forward to every week. Thank you, girl. Um, y'all be, be proud of me. I haven't been in no no drive-throughs too too much. I don't think I've been to a drive-through. It's been like six days since I've been in a drive-through. Uh-huh. I was tempted to be in one like yesterday, but I didn't do it, y'all. I didn't do it. I'm I'm trying to stay away from the drive-throughs. And get skinny. Okay, we got another review from The Doll Knows What's Up. Solomon, I started following you a few years ago and love your content. Been listening to your podcast since November last few months been harsh for me and I switched my music from your podcast oh switch my music for your podcast and it's you and only you who makes me laugh on my way to work instead of crying oh this podcast deserves 10 stars if possible keep being you we all love Jandra thanks girl um wishing you all the best you know like sometimes what was it? So, I mean, I'll, I'll get into a lot more of my last two weeks because, girl, we didn't get no podcast last week. So, mm-hmm. I don't need the girls eating me up. But um, I was dealing with, I don't know, just a lot was on my mind. A lot of, like, anxieties, a lot of uncertainties. And I just found myself needing to listen to a podcast, needing to listen to someone else talk. Um, So, I get it. So thank you for listening, but um, I'm also glad that you're able to, you know, have that like outlet or that extra moment to kind of ground yourself. But think, I would say think positive, you know, the minute you start to have like a negative thought, start switching it up. And even with you just saying like, yeah, I'm not listening to music or, you know, this is what's making me or putting me in a good mood that. You know, you're recognizing that. And I think that really helps to switch how you feel. Um, You can't change everything, but you can definitely change your perspective. You can change what you're thinking at that moment. And I think a lot of people and even me at sometimes I kind of like dwell on. Not the negative, but like if I'm really going through it, I'd be really in that moment. And I think it's nice to kind of pull yourself out of it and gain some sort of grounding. So wishing you 
all the best for real girl um we also have one last review this week and it's from kelsey rose and it's in all caps solomon and the review says podcast please <laughs> yo y'all been in y'all been podcast podcast what a podcast i'm sorry i'm so sorry i did not give you guys a podcast last week <sighs> lord jesus what did i do last week um so yeah, again, thank you guys so much for the review. If you are inclined to rate it five stars and five stars only, feel free to head on over to Spotify or Apple Podcasts and do so. But if it ain't five stars, please don't do it, girl. We dropped to 4.9. We are now at a 4.9 stars on Spotify. Ain't nobody told y'all to... Li Hold on. Let me see where we at right now on Spotify. Spotify, we are at... Oh, we back at five stars. Okay, word. Because, we, bitch, we was at 4.9 for, like, a couple days ago. I'm going to give you... Listen, I'm going to have one more threat. Okay? Drop this motherfucking rating to f below 4.9. You won't get another episode. Try me if you want to. I'm glad it went back to 5.0. And that's where it needs to stay. 5.0. Average. Now, hold on. Let me go. I'm just being nosy. I'm just being... Trying to figure out who um let's see there is um guys next door there this is something similar to mine they have a 4.8 rating with 141 ratings late delayed losers um we have la familia they have a 4.3 rating oh losers um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Let's see other similar podcasts. Crime and Plastic. That sounds like a bad name for a podcast. With Dr. Miami. I guess that's his podcast. 4.9 rating. 144 reviews. Losers. Um, let's see. Who else is in Loserville here? Um, the, here's another one. Live Bay Lash. Girl, that sounds stupid. Um, 4.8 stars, 39 reviews of losers. Um, I don't mean to like, I'm just really being an asshole right now. But, uh, but the, the reason why I'm saying that is because, listen, we are sitting real pretty at 5.0 with 443 reviews. Okay. So it's like, you can't really, you can't really go against the girls, bitch. The, the Solomon Ray girls. You can't really go against them, bitch. We be, we be up there in them reviews, bitch. In, in, in the Spotify 5.0. Let's see. Let me just well, let me just click on one last one. Just okay. We have another one. Okay, now a Netflix podcast. Um, 4.9 stars. 322 losers. Mm-hmm. Losers, loserville. Give it up, delicious. You tried. Wasn't try harder, but we are sitting very pretty at 4.9 stars. On Apple Podcasts with 741 reviews. So thank you guys so much for that. You know, it's just really, I mean, uh, just bad bitch. You know, it's really just, it's honestly just giving bad bitch. So I'm just very blessed. Um, So yeah, thank you guys. Honestly, all jokes aside, I'm not trying to like eat nobody yet. That's just me being a little dick right now. But um, last week really sent me through... I was going through it, girl. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you. 
let me drink some of this water. Um, you know what? I think also the reason why I'm tired, <sighs> I think my hormones are balancing out. Fi like, not finally, but like my hormones are like balancing out. And so now, like, n that's another reason why I'm tired is because it's just a hormonal thing right now for me. But th a whole, and it's going to eventually balance itself out in the next couple weeks. It needs to, bitch, because I can't, I can't do it no more. I can't. Anyway, so last week, um, back at the ranch. So last week, I realized I'm a spiraler. And I really micromanage everything. So, oh, excuse me. So last Monday, I had an appointment with a doctor. Um, as time kind of progresses, I don't know when I'm going to be able to share much of what's going on. But I promise you, I know it's weird because I've, there's a good number of you guys who are catching on and being like, bitch, we already know what's going on with you. Um, but trust and believe I will be sharing absolutely everything and just being 100% open. Um, it's nothing bad. I don't got no cancers. And thank God, Jesus. It's nothing like that. It's just some other shit that I'm going through at the moment. So, um, but I will be sharing that with you sometime in the next couple months, hopefully. And... Yeah, but anyways, so I was at the this doctor's appointment, and I'm was prepping for this doctor's appointment, doing my little tests, my labs, and all this other stuff. So I'm thinking I'm about to go into this doctor's appointment and basically start this medication that I need to kind of get my hormones in order and just get me right. This is really what I need. I need to get on this medicine, bitch. So I just need to get the pill. I need to get the prescription. I need to pop that pill in my motherfucking mouth, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm the type of bitch to where, do you ever be like, with a, <laughs> not with pills, <laughs> but like, would you ever be with pills? Or like, when you get something, like, you don't even be waiting until you get home. Like, you pick up your prescription. You, I be popping it in the car, bitch. I'd be like, I got to get it running in my body right now. I got to get it going. Got to get it going. So that's what I was going into. My appointment was at 9 a.m. And y'all know I'm not a morning girl in a morning world. I just don't do mornings. But in the last, like, three weeks, everything I've been dealing with from business to health to, like, just everything has been morning, 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 morning. So I've just been up in the morning, daytime, which is kind of fabulous because it makes me get, I get a lot of things done I know y'all are like, duh, bitch. Welcome to the club. We've been doing it for years. Um, no, because then it's by like, by, but by three, by four p.m., bitch, I'm tired. Maybe that, maybe it's not hormones that got me tired. Maybe it's really just the fact that I'm just waking my ass the fuck on up at eight o'clock every morning. Anyway, so boom. So I did my blood work. I'm doing, I did um, another test that they needed for me. All sorts of stuff. Boom, 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 boom. I'm ready. So the night before, I am I get all my vitamins and supplements that I'm taking. I have them all scanned in via artificial intelligence. And I had AI create me a list of every single supplement that I'm taking, every med medication I've taken in the last three years, how long I've taken it, the dosage, everything. So you have a full 
plan like you have a you have everything on paper of what I'm consuming. So I mean, you know, it has like a list. It take I, AI basically generated like out of all my vitamins and supplements, all the things I take. This is how much vitamin C this person consumes in a day. Like me, how this is how much uh, zinc this person is consuming in a day. So you know what I'm saying. So boom. So I have that. Then in that little binder, I also have all my blood work from two to three years. I want to say like roughly like three years. All the blood work I've done, every lab. Then I also have um, the other recent tests that I've done. A whole bunch of shit, right? So boom. And then I have my list of things that I have a timeline. I have like just everything's fucking organized, bitch. So I go in at 9 a.m., and my appointment's at 9. So I'm literally walking. So I put my phone on Do Not Disturb because I'm trying to focus and just be present for this appointment. So I put the the thing on Do Not Disturb at 8, I mean, 8.59. Go into the um, the front desk. I say, hey, girl, I'm here for my 9 a.m. So they're like, oh, we've been trying to call you. I'm like, uh, well, unless you've been trying to call me in the last 30 seconds, bitch, I didn't get no phone call. And it's also on Do Not Disturb. So I checked my Do Not Disturb, and sure enough, they called me like 30 seconds ago. They're like, well, we were trying to let you know that you're, the doctor um, can't see you today because he's in an emergency surgery. And so, for, so I start to spiral. I'm already spiraling, right? Because, like I said, I need to get this medication, like, today, you know what I'm like? I need to start this medication. I needed to start this medication a month ago, bitch. Quite quiet as this motherfucking cat. I needed to start this a month ago. But, you know, I needed to I need to leave this bitch with the pills in hand, bitch. I need it in my motherfucking pause. So she's like, oh, he can't see you. He's in emergency surgery. So I'm already, I'm already, that's the spiral has commenced. The spiral has officially started. The wheels are turning. The tornado is a spinning. Okay? It's torment going on. So I'm like getting ready to spiral. And he was like, but you'll be able to meet with his the physician assistant. And I said, well, can she prescribe medicine? He, she was like, yeah, she can do everything he does. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, so I got to pay another $300 to see him again? They're like, no, you'll just pay $300 today. And then for your follow-up with him, it would be like $150. So I'm already like, girl, boo, I'm already $600 deep as is. And, you know, I'm a cheapskate, so I'm, like, annoyed. But it's neither here nor there. So I was like, all right, so boom. But then inside of my, you know, on one end, I'm like, bitch, what type of fucking emergency surgery he doing? You know, because I'm already, I don't, I, you know, I don't believe people. I feel like everybody's lying and cheating and scheming. So I'm like, uh-uh. What type of um surgery he got going on? And so I hit up my friend and she was like, yeah, like, bitch, he's not a fucking brain surgeon. He's not like a heart surgeon. He's not like those type of doctors, bitch. So what type of fucking surgery you doing? So I was like, bitch, probably lying. And I do feel like he was lying. I do. And the thing is, and I'll, later on in the story, you'll realize I do think he was lying because, bitch, you caught yourself in a lie. And I'm I could sniff out a liar, bitch. So that's neither here nor there. So then I meet up with the physician assistant. So I'm in there, giving her the whole tea, breaking everything down. And she's going through like, she was like, well, 
you know, we kind of also have to look at your blood work and see what your levels are for. I said, right there in that that binder right there, flip baby girl right there in that that red tab. All right, that's what you need. The second page right there. Those are where my levels are right now. She said, oh, okay, work. She said, okay, okay. Well, I just wonder like what your levels would have been like before all this happened, you know, so we can have a reference point. I said, great. Now you see that green tab, flip that green tab. Those are the reference points. She was like, oh, okay, great. So she was kind of gagging. She was like, damn, bitch, like you are really organized and got your shit together. But duh. So then she's going through everything, going through everything. And so then she's like, um, all right, cool. Well, I'll still need to talk to the doctor and um see what his plan is for you for treatment. And I'm like, uh, unless he you gonna call him on your phone right now and text him, like, we gotta get this medication going on and popping. He was like, We'll just have to reschedule you for your follow-up. So I'm now I'm really spiraling because I'm like, bitch, I need the medication in my mouth right now. It needs to be dissolved in my body right now. It needs to be already going through my bloodstream right now and crossed into my brain. You know, like it needs it needs to be going on right now. So I'm spiraling. So then I go outside to make um, my appointment for my follow up. And so I'm thinking like follow up. I mean, I don't know really what I was thinking, but I was just maybe like follow up in a couple of days. He's like, all right, so we have a follow up um, for you. The next available is August 20. I said, uh, uh-uh, unacceptable. Before he could say August 20 something, I said, unacceptable. <laughs> and when I tell you, like, by that point, I was already, like, on edge. So when it it flew out of my mouth, like, uh-uh, unacceptable. Everybody in the, like, the waiting room, everybody who was all the worker people were all turned around. They were gagged. And then I was, like, a little gagged myself because I was like, uh-oh, am I about to be that girl? Am I about to be... That girl who's, like, spiraling in a doctor's office? Because I'll be it. I don't mind it. But I was like, oh, my God, am I her? Am I the villain? So he was like, well, um, let me see. I was like, well, can I get on? Are there cancellations? Or should I call every day? Like, I need to get on this medication now. I do not have time to wait. This is my timeline. This is the time, the window that I'm able to do this in. Like, this needs to happen right now, right now. So they're now like, oh, my God, this gay man is is spiraling. And so he's like, all right, cool. Give me one moment. Let me see. He was like, okay, we could push you up to July 29th. And even then I said, absolutely not. That's way too far out. I need to see him now. I need to start this medication today. Mind you, I'm not a doctor. I'm not like, you know what I'm saying? Like not me prescribing myself, prescribing myself. But like, I know what I need. You know, like I know there's only one medicine that's going to kickstart it. So, like, it's not like there's a whole litany of medicines for me to take to get this going. It's only one goddamn medicine. So, bitch, I already know what I need. Bitch, I don't even really want to be here, but I didn't already spent $600. I need a damn pill. So, so, boom. So then he's like, okay, well, um, we can definitely check in with cancellations. I said, wait a minute. Doesn't he have another, doesn't he work at another facility? 
don't you have two locations? They're like, yeah, we have the La Jolla location. I said, fabulous. Let's look at the schedule for La Jolla. And he was like, well, I don't have access to that. It's this girl named T someone was like, oh, well, that's Tanya who does that. I said, fabulous. So how do we get Tanya on the phone? <laughs> They're like, well, I said, find her, find her and let's talk to her. So now this gay boy is scrambling and he's like trying to like get Tanya on the phone. He was like, okay, we were able to get something for like, I think I can't even remember at this point, like July 20th or whatever. Still unacceptable. So now I'm like, okay, great. I'm going to call you guys every single day and I'm going to call Tanya every day for both locations and see the soonest that I can get in here because I need to see him now. So I'm spiraling and spiraling and spiraling and it's like, it's making me realize like, they're probably not used to this type of spiral and this type of like micromanage and like, because I think the only people who really come for this type of stuff are like, um, like straight men maybe, or definitely there, there is definitely has to be a huge demographic for gay men too. But I think mostly it's like fathers or like, straight men and their wives are the ones who are spiraling more than anything and i think they're more laid back and so they're used to like probably not very dominant energy you know like you know like me <laughs> and even as like me my few appointments over there like even the women who are coming they're really fucking chill i'm like the one always on fucking edge so I leave that place spiraling. I'm like, I'm really spiraling. I'm literally in my car spiraling. So I immediately call my friend and she gives me, I think she gives me um, a number to a place in Laguna Hills. I call their clinic and she, I, so she gives, and so the lady there gives me a list of five different people in Southern California, and one of them being the top one in UCLA. I'm calling them down, scheduling appointments. You know, I'm like, whoever can get me this motherfucking pill faster. You know what I'm saying? So it's basically, so I had my standing appointment currently with Oh Boy here in San Diego. Then I had two appointments in Laguna, in the Laguna Beach, Orange County area. Then I had my fourth appointment in you um at the ucla area so i had four and then i then the, my brain started to work and work and work and twirl and twirl and twirl and just turn and turn and turn and i said wait a minute i'm about to go to tijuana i'm about to go to mexico so now i get on get on into mexico and start calling places in mexico using my motherfucking good old spanish i said bitch i need i need to be somewhere it's, i need it today and so he was like can you come Saturday and I said oh absolutely not I'm not about to cross the border on the Saturday because that's crazy he said well what about Tuesday I said fabulous I will be there on Tuesday and I said but I want to know if I give you my blood work and everything like that will you prescribe the medicine he said absolutely we will get you will walk out this office with medicine in hand I said perfect so then I call a telehealth person who I've worked with before, the guy who was going to get me the Ozempic. So I was going to start taking Ozempic, but it causes, like, some issues with, like, 
like I could take it later, but like right now I can't do it because it will really fuck up what I'm working towards right now. So I called an Ozempic dude and I said, girl, get old boy on the line, the the rep. I said, get old boy on the line. I need to see if he can give me this, this prescribe me this medicine. So he prescribed me the medicine. He said, cool, we will um, send it in your next shipment. I said, great, boom. So right now I got about six different options, okay? But I still ain't got no pill. But I'm trying to figure out who can get me this pill the first. So then I called back to the Mexico and I said, girl, uh-uh, I can't come on Tuesday. I need to come now. What you got now? He said, well, we don't have anything until Saturday at 11 a.m. I said, bitch, I'll do it. I'll, I'll wait in that goddamn line to cross back over. If it means I walk out with a pill in my motherfucking hand, let's do it. So Saturday, I, I went to Mexico, met with the doctor, and sure enough, he prescribed me the medicine because every single doctor was like, bitch, if you gave them your blood work, if they know what what is going on, you're not a complicated case. It's not that deep. Bitch, you should have left with a script in hand. You should have had a prescription. I said, well, I'm glad y'all all are telling me this because I thought I was spiraling. I thought I was losing my motherfucking marbles. So then all week long, so I ended up doing more blood work on last Wednesday and it came in on Thursday and so of course we sent it to I sent it to all the doctors and the person who I was going to the original doctor who was like oh we don't have availability until July 20th they said well we can actually get you in Tuesday I said even better because I know y'all be lying because I was spiraling because I kept leaving so many messages. It got to the point to where every time I called them, they would just forward me directly to Tanya. They wouldn't even like send me to, you know, the coordinator directly to Tanya. They're like, Tanya, this is this is Solomon. He's back again, blowing it up. But I was kind of letting them know. I'm like, bitch, I need that. Like, I don't have time to wait. So anyways... Long story short, I went to Mexico, got my my medicine, started popping them things in the car, bitch. Popping them things in the car, bitch. And then on Tuesday, of course, I went to my appointment and got a prescription um, through him and through the United States. You know, I got a the U.S. version, the name brand version of the, the medicine, which is actually fabulous because... Um, my insurance paid for a good portion of it. Yeah, normally insurance doesn't pay for this, and it definitely doesn't pay for the name brand, but I got two months for 50 bucks. I know. Like, if, like it's a, it just, I was really shocked. I didn't think that uh, my insurance was going to cover it. Anyways, um, so I went to my appointment yesterday, or Tuesday, and it was just all good things. He was like, no, and... I thought it was a much bigger issue or, like, something worse. And then he was like, no, that bitch didn't know how to read these tests. And I was like, I knew she didn't because I kept looking at them numbers and it didn't make no sense. Because I was like, I was looking at the numbers and looking at all the tests that we did. And when she was giving me all this doom and gloom, I said, something ain't right. So he was like, no, don't believe that bitch. She don't know what the fuck she's talking about. You're fine. So... I was just, I think I was just spiraling all last week. 
because I just don't like not being in control. But also it's kind of, how can I put it? Um, I think it was just also stress because it made me wonder, like, what if there was no way out? Like, what if I made did permanent damage to myself? Like, what if this is not reversible? What if this is not, you know, like, what if I did something and maybe my brain will never go back to normal or, you know, make those signals again? Or maybe I won't ever this will be a permanent thing it'll be a much uphill battle and so i think just like i was a f the fear of unknown um but needless to say like this past week getting that confirmation like nah that bitch was lying and she don't know what the fuck she's talking about which also was like well bitch she's your physician assistant so i feel like she needs to know how to read these tests you know what I'm saying? It's not like she's like, it's primary care. Like, it's like, we doing everything, bitch. We checking booty holes. We checking eyeballs, hair follicles, like, you know, like kidney stones and all sorts of other shit. Like, bitch, it's literally a special. It's like, this is all y'all, all y'all do. Y'all do this all day. This is it. This Y'all don't do nothing else. She need, she need to know how to read those tests. And, and quiet as it's kept, you need to learn how to deal with, with patients like me. With no patience. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to learn how to deal with the the gay clientele. <laughs> no, because <laughs> I really feel like it's you need to know how to deal with the gay clientele. I was calling myself all last week the gay menace. Like, I was being a gay menace. Because I just... I'm not convinced that the gay clientele who does stuff like this is not as manic and controlling as me. I feel like we're, we're going to be like that. We're not like, it's not like we have wives who are telling us like, oh, you need to do this. And you're just like, oh, fine. You know, like we're different. Like we're going to be like organized and you know what I'm saying? Like this, it's also really expensive. So it's like, bitch, I'm not trying to waste money on stupid shit. Like let's be a fucking efficient. I got I got things to do, bitch. So anyway, so that was basically my week um from last week. Oh Jesus. But yeah, Saturday basically spent all damn days. Oh, bitch. Then Friday, before I went to Mexico, the physician assistant, the dumb bitch who don't know how to read tests, but she knew how to read this one, she calls me and she see I she always be calling me and I always miss her phone calls. Like it'd be the minute, the minute I walk away from my desk or the minute I put my phone down, she calling. So she's like, Hey girl, um, I did look over your labs that you sent over this week. Your blood is very thick and you need to go do emergency therapeutic phlebotomy right now, this weekend or early next week. But you need to go now to we're, we're like she was like we're sending in an order so you can do emergency phlebotomy and i'm like now i'm really spiraling because i'm like oh my god bitch not me dying so what happens is um sometimes when your hormones well for men is really high it creates um a overproduction in red blood cells so thus it makes your blood thicker 
So your hemoglobin. So my hemoglobin levels were just, I think the highest, it needs to stay under 17.7 for men. And a month ago, it was 17.4. And this month, it was 17.6. So she was like, bitch, you're really getting to that 17.7 mark. But my friend, he be like, oh, my, my hemoglobin would be 19. I'm like, bitch, you about to die. <laughs> bitch, I don't think you should be at 19. I'm over here scared at 17, bitch. You need to go do emergency phlebotomy today because, bitch, your blood is like syrup. So I've never heard of this shit before. So I'm clearly now I'm spiraling even more. So now I've been spiraling because it's Friday. I still this is before I went to TJ. I went to TJ on Saturday to Mexico on Saturday. So Friday, I still don't have a prescription. I still don't have the medicine I need. So I'm spiraling because of that. Now I'm also spiraling because I'm also thinking I'm broken. I'm not, you know, my body doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? So I'm already like, bitch, I'm gagged. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm already like, what if this is a bigger issue, a bigger hormonal issue? So I'm already spiraling because of that. And now I'm spiraling because bitch, you're telling me I'm about to die? If I don't go fucking donate and dump this blood out of my body, you feel like I'm, I'm about to die right now? So it's just a bunch of spirals on top of, on top of just my everyday spirals of like running a business and just being a, a human in the world. So I'm just spiraling on top of spiraling on top of spiraling on top of spiraling and spiraling in the spiral. So... I go, I'm like, all right, because you know me, I'm, I don't wait to do shit. I don't wait to do nothing. I'm like, bitch, do it today. If, if they, if you got time, bitch, do it today. Why hold off? So she emails me the, um, the order form for the phlebotomy. So basically I need to donate blood to kind of lower my red blood cells, lower my hemoglobin and get my blood at a better, um, level because when it's too thick you can have a heart attack you can have a stroke you are at risk for blood clots and a whole bunch of other shit bitch you have high blood pressure just because there's so much blood in you so i go directly to the san diego blood bank i walk in i'm like it's like already at this time 3 30 which is too crazy because it's like bitch don't be calling me on no motherfucking 3 30 with this type of news you know what i'm saying on a friday you, you know what I'm saying? Like, am I tripping? Like, don't call me at 3.30 on a Friday with this type of news, bitch. Let me know, like, at least 10 a.m. So I have time to digest my spiral. You know, like, I'm going to be spiraling even more because now I'm pressed for time. Because things are closing. You bitches ain't about to be in the office if I have more questions till next Monday. You know what I'm saying? So I just don't do that. So here I am running through San Diego Blood Bank. And I'm like, well, I got to donate this blood. And so basically, in a in a roundabout way, she's like, well, you're considered therapeutic. So you can't do that. You got to call this number. We're going to have to schedule you out. So I'm calling the number. This That bitch ain't answering. They're like, Connie, just leave Connie a message. I said, well, where is Connie? We got to find Connie. Where in the world is Connie? Do she got some coworkers we can call and see where Connie is at? <laughs> When I tell you, <laughs> it's it's so embarrassing now that I'm saying this out loud because I'm listening to myself. I'm like, you are a fucking lunatic. 
because I'm calling them like, they're like, oh, well, that's Connie's department. Okay, well, how do we get Connie in that department? It seems like if that's her department, she's not in the department that she's at. So I'm calling that phone number that's in that department with Connie, but she ain't in that department and we don't know where Connie is. So do she got somebody who worked in close proximities of that department who can check in on her and bring Connie's ass? Is she on a lunch break? Is she on a smoke break? Is she taking a dump? What? Where is Connie? Find Connie. Could page her. Get her in here now. So then I'm spiraling because we can't find Connie. So then finally, which is like literally eight minutes later, I get a phone call. Ring. Pick up instantly. Like I'm picking up phones this day, like on the first, like barely half a ring. It's already what's up. So Connie get on the line. She's like, hey, girl. So basically we you can't do a walk in because you're gay because you cannot donate blood. Because you're, I mean, now the FDA lifted that gay ban. So now gay men can donate blood, but there's so many different stipulations. It's like, it's not easy. So she was like, all right, well, girl, you're gay. You can't just walk in and just be like trying to donate blood. So you do need to go to therapeutic route. And we have to schedule you at this one center that does it. And we only have availability for next Sunday. I said, well, Connie, I'll be dead by then. So I don't, <laughs> I can't, I can't do that, Connie. I'm going to be dead. I'm dying right now. I'm dying right now. Connie, I'm on the verge of having a fucking heart attack and a stroke and having blood clots. All at the same time, Connie, do you want my death on your hands? So she's like, I'm like, when I tell you, literally spiraling. But there's nothing Connie can do because she's like, we just can't. We have, we have the orders in our system we can't even bypass it anymore. So I said, all right, done. So I hang up. I make my appointment for next Sunday. And this brain get to working. This brain get to twirling. This brain get to spinning. This brain get, this tail get to wagging, bitch. So I'm like, all right. Whenever somebody tells me no, I find a way to get around it. So now at this point, I'm hitting up my friend with the 19 hemoglobin who on his who's already with the syrupy blood and he's on his way to death too so i'm like okay how what do you do he said i do donate blood i said okay but how do you do it when you don't have a therapeutic order in the system and you're gay like how do you bypass that he said well bitch you basically gotta lie and not tell people you're gay and not tell people you're on any sort of HIV prevention medicine. You got to lie and say you ain't never had sex with a, um, a same sex for three months. You got to basically just lie and basically be like, I don't be doing no gay shit. And I was like, all right, cool, bet. So then my appointment the next day with to Mexico was at 11 a.m. So I find I go to the San Diego blood bank that's closest to the border. And I make my appointment at 8 a.m. I walk in. I said, hey, girl, I'm just going to do some regular donating some blood. She was like, all right, cool. We got this. She's in putting me. She's in But it keeps hitting the error messages. They're like, we can't do anything. Turns out because I'm already in the system as a therapeutic patient, I can't donate blood regularly. They can't even schedule it. So now I'm spiraling. I'm like, fuck, bitch. So then, now my brain is starting to really spin. I'm like, how can I get around this? How can I get around this? So then I hit up the Red Cross, the American Red Cross or whatever. That's the other blood bank that you can do blood donations with. So I make my donation time for Sunday. 
um, this past Sunday. So I have it down at like, I want to say 315 or whatever. So then I get there. It's at a church. You know what I'm saying? I walk in and the guy's over here just talking. He's just checking me in. He's asking me, you be doing gay shit? And I'm like, no, I'll do no gay shit. He'd be like, you gay? I'm like, nah, I ain't gay. You know, I'm just giving off that, right? I'm trying to give mask for mask. Like, so I'm really trying to give, hold on, but this is the funny thing. So now I'm here trying to donate blood because I'm trying not to die. And I'm trying to give off mask for mask, right? So my bundles have been coming in really beautifully, really gorgeously, and very, like, effervescently. So I have nice little curls for the girls, right? It's giving curly Q. It's giving curly fry. It's giving, you know kind of giving ramen noodle, you know, it's giving Justin Timberlake, you know, it's very curly and it's really luscious. But I'm like, bitch, no, put on a fitted hat, you know, some oversized clothes, try to give mask for mask, try to give off straight, right? Which is so hard for me because, bitch, the minute my mouth opens, it's purse. So I'm trying to give off gay, I mean, not give off gay, <laughs> I'm trying to give off straight and we talking, we talking, we talking, we talking, we talking. He was like, all right, cool, we're ready to go. So I'm like, thank God I got past it, you know, like, now, I, I, you know, he believed me. He believes I'm not gay. So now it's time to donate the blurred. So now I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm a little nervous because I don't really know what I'm getting myself into. And it, then it's just things are moving so quick. And I don't know what's going on. Like, it's just a lot of movement, a lot of frenetic energy. I'm already stressed and spiraling because I'm like, bitch, I'm about to die. You know, it's just all the spirals from that week are all culminating that day. So then I get on the gurney, bitch. I said, not a gurney. What? What's? Hold on. What's going on? Why am I on a gurney? What's going on? And then so now he got the blood pressure thing on me that's really fucking tight, bitch. He clamping shit down. He telling me, don't fucking move because you move, we could fuck this up. I'm like, uh-uh, what, you, what do you mean? And he's marking me up. And he's like, he look nervous. And I'm like... Uh, I'm not trying to be rude, but I'm like, I really rather a female do this because I don't really be trusting men when it comes to medical stuff because they just, I don't like it. So now I'm like spiraling a little bit more. The spiral starting to like get higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. And then all of a sudden we're getting closer to it and he pulls out the needle and he shows me the needle. Bitch, that needle is huge. It was a 16 gauge needle. I'm thinking it's going to be like a 21 gauge needle, like something that, you know, like a small needle, bitch, 16. You know, the straws that be on um for Capri Suns, it's like that. It was like, that's how big, bitch, Google it. While you're listening to this right now, Google 16 gauge needle. And no, it wasn't like an IV needle where um, they put the needle in and then they put the little plastic tube and it's bendable. No, it's a hard ass metal ass fucking needle that's lodged in your fucking big ass veins. They got to find a big vein, not like a small one. They got to find a big ass vein in your arm. And it's like you can't bend your arm. You can't do shit. It's just, you know. So I start freaking out, bitch. And now they starting to realize I'm gay because I'm like, you know, now the mask for mask is gone. The little straight man is gone. I'm like giving gay girl right now. So I'm like, oh, girl. I'm like, I'm really gagged, right? So anyway, so boom. So now I'm like really, I'm like sweating, like sweating. And I hear this girl in the back talking about, is he nervous? And, he, and the guy's like, yeah, he's nervous. 
And they're like, okay, we should probably stop and he can come back another day. And in my mind, I'm like, bitch, I don't got another day because I could die tonight, right? So I'm on the gurney. I get off, I'm like, but I can't deal with this. So I get off the gurney because he's all, like, we got the blood pressure cuff on you right now. We don't have time to make this decision. Either you want to do it right now, we got to stop. So I feel pressured and I'm spiraling. So I'm all the spirals just culminate to that. And I'm like, we got to stop. And I just panic and get off. So I look at the gurney, bitch, and the gurney is, it's a whole outline of my body of sweat. All sweat. Like, I was sweating. I couldn't, I didn't even realize it. I was sweating boots. So I get in my car. I hit my friend with the 19 hemoglobin with the um, syrupy blood. And I'm like, girl, I couldn't do it. Like, I was spiraling. He was like, bitch, get your ass back in there and just do it. And I was like, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. I got to just fucking suck it up and just do it right now, bitch, before I die. So I walk back in. I'm like, bitch, we got to do it. And they're like, girl, we're closed. (laughs) I'm like, "Mm." So they're like, you got to just come back tomorrow. So I was like, fuck it. So then I made my appointment for Monday, but I made it at the um, actual Red Cross headquarters. So I did it there on Monday. They had AC. It was a calming environment. I knew what I was getting myself into. The person who did it for me, I told them, I said, I'm not going to front with you. I tried this yesterday. I was nervous and I panicked and I left. They were so sweet. They gave me like an ice pack to put on my chest to kind of calm me down They were very gentle, bitch. It took me like five minutes to do that thing. And my my hemoglobin went down. I'm not about to die. So just all that long ass story, just to let y'all know, I did all that in the last seven days. I am now healthy, good. I had my doctor's appointment with that follow-up on Tuesday. All my levels are good. My hormones are good. Everything's back to normal. I'm healthy. It's I'm not about to die. It's all gravy, bitch. So a nice little happy ending to that little story. And honestly, bitch, I'm glad I can tell that story because and laugh about it. And I'm sure there will be like even like a year from now. I think in a year from now, it's going to be even funnier because, and again, I'll, I'll share more about this later on in the year, but like, it'll be just like an even funnier story of like, bitch, do you understand what Solomon, all Solomon did for that one week? And that's like barely anything, you know, like, but just really fucking bending over backwards to like get shit done. <sighs> so yeah, bitch, I'm alive. Um, what else? There's really not much I really want to talk to y'all about. I was going to talk about Britney Spears, um, real quick, just with that. She got slapped and it's really her fault. Um, what else? Um, no, cause it's really Britney's fault. Cause let me tell you something. I'm, cause I don't really want to do a second segment of this because it's like, girl, what's the point? But it's really Britney's fault because if you... Are Britney Spears, you out of all people, I think in the world understands what it means to be swarmed by people and paparazzi and like growing up adjacent to NSYNC too and seeing pandemonium and fandemonium with yourself, with Justin, with NSYNC, with Backstreet Boys, all that you should know. 
security's job is to protect their clients. And you running up crazy, looking crazy, and tapping on that man's shoulder, you had no business doing that, Brittany. So. Sorry, girl. You'll learn. I'm sure she'll learn learn next time. She won't be doing that shit again. And it sucks because it's like, I'm not saying like she deserves, like it, you know, I'm happy that she got hit. But it's also like, how can I put this? Sometimes violence solves, solves things. Like, I guarantee you, Brittany's not going to be running up to celebrities who who have their back to them. It wasn't like he was facing her and the security was facing her. Their backs were against her. I mean, were towards her. So all they see is this crazy white woman who looks crazy, by the way. Love Brittany down. Love her down. But she looked crazy. Brittany looks crazy, y'all. I love Brittany, but she be looking crazy, okay? She's not giving celebrity. She's not giving, like, Kim Kardashian or, like, paparazzi celebrity. She look crazy. She look a little mentally unstable, because I believe she is. No shade. But, you know, you see this crazy white woman running up t- to your client. What you gonna do? You gonna, you know, swat that that crazy person off. Just so happened that crazy person was Britney Spears, and she got slapped. So, it is what it is. Um, Britney's new memoir, I think The Woman in Me, comes out October of this year. I already pre-ordered it because, bitch, I'm... <laughs> You think I'm not going to read that? Oh, honey, I'm reading it in one sitting. So, doesn't mean I'm not a fan of Britney Spears, but it's just, that was some crazy shit, Britney. And then she, like, screamed out loud. She was like, this is fucking America. And I'm like, girl, please just. I need Britney. I need her. I don't know. I'm not trying to say nothing for the mental health girls or the, what are they, ableists or whatever, but, and I'm not no fucking psychologist because the Britney fans be eating me up. They're like, oh, um, you're not a psychologist. Oh, I didn't know you were a doctor. I'm not no doctor, bitch, but I know when somebody ain't mentally well. I don't need to be no doctor and go through med school and residency to know somebody ain't well. She ain't well. And she ain't been well for a while. She definitely deserves her freedoms and she definitely deserves to make her own decisions and stuff like that. But she also ain't well. Two things can happen. Two things can be true at the same time, bitch. Mm hmm. But anyways, um, we got to get into the rest of this show because, bitch, it is now five o'clock. Oh, shit. Now I got like what? One more hour to do. OK, yeah, I got to mosey on. Um, OK, moving right along, y'all. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. All right, so before we get into listener letters, I myself have an update. I don't know if I told you guys about my trade who passed away or died. I mean, he dead, like, died like 2012, I believe. So it's been a while. 
So just to recap, you know, if y'all forgot or maybe I didn't share it on this podcast. Anyway, so uh, there used to be this little piece of trade I used to be really into. He was always into me. Because like, who's not into me? Um, so, you know, I didn't know he had a boyfriend, partner, husband, whatever the girls, whatever the gay girls is doing, playing house, child. I don't know what the, whatever it was. So one day, you know, I was hitting him up and he didn't return re- re- return my, my text. I said, this is crazy. Like, bitch, why wouldn't you, bitch, when I text, respond. And I mean, immediately too. So I'm like, why didn't he reply back? So I think I sent him another text. And by the third text, I said, you know, this is going to be my last one. But then he replied and it was like, hey, this is so-and-so's um, partner. Um, just want to let you know so-and-so died and um, whatever, whatever, whatever. If you want to come to the memorial service on Saturday or some shit like that, I said no. And I was like, ooh, gag. But I didn't want to go to the memori- memorial thing because I'm like, bitch, I don't want you jumping me, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to fight you. Like, let's not actually get it twisted. Like, I'm going to be dressed. But, you know, I don't want to, like, purposely set myself up, you know? But, um... So anyway, so I didn't think anything of it. But occasionally I'll be like, damn, bitch. Like sometimes when I drive by the house, I'll be like, damn, that's crazy. Like he did. So anyways, bitch, I was on, I was on Instagram and I was, somebody's profile popped up. Was I, I was on somebody's profile and then I clicked on one photo and it looked like my trade. I said, Damn, that's crazy. It looked like, oh boy, who did? And I was like, but it would look like how he would look 10 years from now. I feel like like older. I said, no way. So then I started clicking and clicking and clicking and clicking. Bitch, it's him and he's alive. His nigga lied to me. Which rightfully so, because it's like, damn, bitch, like you fucking my man and like, I'm gonna lie to you. But it's like, it's, it's crazy because it's like, you could have just told me like, Oh, you know, I'm his man. He loved me. He only loved me. He with me. We got a house together. We do. I would have been like, all right, cool. I still wouldn't care. I still would have been like, whoa, bitch, pass him the phone. You know? But, I mean, that could have been that. But, like, he was like, girl, he's dead. I was like, ooh. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's so drastic. I feel like I should hit him up (laughs) and be like, bitch, First off, I haven't talked to you in now 11 years. But two, you know the man you was with back then? He actually told me you were dead. Like, not him wishing you was wishing death on you. That's crazy. Honestly, if I had a man, I'd probably be doing the same thing. I'd be like, bitch, he's dead. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I thought. I was like, bitch, not him being alive. And... I don't, but this is all during my spiral from last week. So I don't really remember at where I was. If I, I don't know what doctor's appointment or office I was in at the moment when I was looking at this, but I remember yelling out, I was like, oh my God, not him being alive. So, anyways, he's alive. Um, all right. So we do have some. Hold on, bitch. My mama calling me. All right, so um, this week we have kind of like a lot to get through. Um, I do want, I don't know if we have any updates, but we do have someone, um, does she share her name? Yes, from Diamond. She wanted to, she wrote in um, 
and the title of it is Paying for White Babies, Squalor. First off, I love the word squalor. Um, so she wanted to talk about that. And I really love what she wrote. I actually read this um, before turning on this mic. So I'm going to read what she wrote. Am I recording? Yes. So she writes, Hey Solomon, I had to write into the show because when you talked about people paying for white babies, it just didn't sit right with me. Hopefully in this letter, I can explain to those who may not understand what the implications of that decision are and give voice to what bothered you, Solomon, about this phenomenon. Whether done consciously or not, when people of color choose to actively use the eggs of a white person, which is different from falling in love with a white person or even having an oops baby with a white person. They are upholding the idea that whiteness is the ideal because they are literally paying thousands of dollars to for proximity to whiteness. And I use the word proximity because that is what it is. These mixed children, outside of maybe the first Latin gay couple you mentioned because their child has no melanin and has blue eyes and blonde hair, will never ever be looked at as a white as white no matter how light their eyes or hair is as if that isn't horrendous enough making this active choice also implies that they suffer from internalized racism why else would you make choices to ensure that your child looks nothing like you or your family members ensuring by paying more money for lighter hair and eyes that your child doesn't have the facial features or characteristics that are unique to your ethnic or racial group as a form of internalized racism. The worst part of all this is that the children who didn't ask for any of this are the ones that will suffer from their parents' choice when they are confronted with being treated differently by society and possibly family members because they don't quote unquote look black or Asian or Latin or any other ethnicity that they may identify as. The problem arises when people constantly invalidate or demean the experience of these children because of their outward appearance. There are so many reasons why what these people are doing is wrong, but the last point I'll make is that all of this could have been partially excused if they had a white surrogate carrying these babies, but they don't. These couples, again, choose to have people of color do it. This reinforced the racist and stereotypical idea that people of color are only valuable for their bodies, for their service that they can provide to people with power or money, not their intelligence, not their personality, or in this case, not even their genes. They want the quote unquote profits, aka their features, of a white person, but make people of color do the work of cooking a baby for nine to 10 months for less pay. Just typing this makes me sick to my stomach because it's so dehumanizing. I could go on and on about this. I'm a sociology major, so this is my bread and butter, but I'll spare, spare you. Many people may not understand why this is wrong or the harm it may cause, and that's okay, but that just means that this isn't for you. The people who are forced to confront and deal with the realities of racism and colorism every day will understand. This goes beyond couples trying to have babies when they make active choices that reinforce and uphold racism and systemic racism at that by paying the surrogates that are minorities less. I don't know if this is the education system of the girls. <laughs> I don't know if it's the education system or the girls need therapy, but there's no reason people are paying thousands of dollars for white children as people of color and 
as people of color and don't see the problem with that. I mean, at least have the decency to adopt in light of affirmative action getting tossed out in this country, just generally going to the dogs. It's important for people who care or are curious to understand why this is a problem. Thank you for listening to my rant and always providing laughter during these dark times. Please take care of yourself because it's very scary the way people have been dying recently and getting sick. Love, Diamond. Thank you, Diamond. You just really hit everything on the head. Um, So thank you for that because I kind of wanted to, and I'm sure as like the months go on and like, um, I'll be talking about this probably a little bit further um but you just articulated it and put everything so well you know together so i really appreciate you for that because it is something that bothers me and there's a historical connection to it there is that internalized racism connected to it and i think i was just a little nervous spiraling about this a few weeks ago because i'm like what if some people don't understand why i find this offensive You know, like, why would I, like, why am I finding this, you know, like, I can see someone thinking, like, bitch, Solomon, why are you offended about somebody else's choices? You know what I'm saying? But it's like growing up and just understanding the historical element of it all, it doesn't, it's disgusting. You know, for lack of a better word, it's very fucking disgusting that you can look at a black woman's body and just look at it as a work mule, a work, you, you work. That's it. We'll use you for your body, but that's the fuck it. You can nurse our children. You could do all sorts of things, but but your genes, your intelligence, your your magic, your everything else, not good enough. No. So, um, yeah, you very much nailed it with your letter. So thank you so much, Diamond, for writing in and moving right along. All right, so this week we have a listener letter from Heartbroken and Sad. Oh, wait. Oh, okay. They write, hey, girl, I'm going to get straight to the point. Hold on, let me make this font a little bit bigger. Okay. <clears throat> hey, girl, I'm going to get straight to the point. First off, I just really want to say thank you for being there for us when we need it. I love you, your products, and the vulnerability you share with us in this cruel world. I hope you're doing well. I missed all the orders, (laughs) the beef, life, etc. Thank you, girl. Um, These orders are kicking my ass. (laughs) But thank you so much for the concern. Um, Now, listen, I'm about to go home with this cheap food for less wine and this little Caesar's pizza and listen to your podcast. That sounds divine, bitch. And listen to your pod, and I may or may not cry because I've been emotionally, emotional internally, and I need a damn outlet. Should I watch a sad movie so I can cry? Update, I went home, watched the show on Netflix, and boohooed for about 30 minutes. Okay, pause. First off, I love cheap wine. I know that's, like, not... I don't know what it is. Like, something about cheap wine. I love, like, a, a good old box of wine. I don't know why. And go to Little Caesars Pizza. See, me... So, what I did the other night... um, Did I cry? Hmm. Hold on. I think I did. Yeah, I did. (laughs) No, bitch. Wait. Because when I tell you I was spiraling... 
hold on, I'm gonna get into this letter, but I went to go see my friend Brisa. <clears throat> And this was like, right, I couldn't give blood that day. So it was just like a bunch of things I was going through. And I came home and I was, I did my orders and I had, um, actually I didn't have box wine. I had, um, Sarah Jessica Parker has this, it's called Envio, a Sauvignon Blanc, which is div like, it is divine. You guys have to try it. It just type in like Sarah Jessica Parker white wine. It's divine. The rosé not so divine, but the white wine Sauvignon, the Sauvignon Blanc is divine, divine, divine. I have some in the refrigerator right now. Girl, I mean, I go to the gym, honey. I might go downstairs and crack that bottle right the fuck on open. And anyway, so I made some top ramen, right? Which <laughs> it's top ramen and wine, bitch. Like wow. And I forgot what I was watching, but bitch, I was in. I was literally laying in bed crying. <laughs> Because I was stressed, bitch. I was really fucking stressed. I was, like, going fucking through it. Um. So sometimes, but sometimes you need to watch, like, a sad thing to just, you know, like, whenever you're sad, like, sometimes it's really nice to, like, listen to, like, sad music to kind of just reinforce the sadness, you know? Anyways, so you write, T, I re recently broke up with my man because he was acting a fool behind my back and didn't even consider the effects I would have on our relationship, but more so me. Huge side eye because it's been a long time coming too. Short story short, he's been a long time friend of 15 years, friends with benefits too, that turned into an actual relationship. It was rocky going through the change, but like every relationship we experience, ups and downs, and well, now we're here. I, wait, that was so funny, but it wasn't. Well, now we're here. I hate that I feel like this because more than anything, I feel like I've lost a friend over a boyfriend and that hurts 10 times. My circle is small and I generally feel like I just, it's just getting smaller and smaller as the days and years go by. Anyways, I recently slept with someone else, not once, but twice. And baby, he was fire. High key better. Not to get over him because... Not to get over him, but because I was over my ex, I'm really not, though. Bitch, I'm going through it. Should I just stay single until I'm good, or should I try and work things out with him? I truly love him down, but the betrayal got me thinking and feeling like I know I deserve better. What the fuck, Solomon? I need help, advice, something to get me out of this funk, a resolution, and quickly picks of me in shambles with my little glass of wine. <laughs> I love it! Yes. No, because, bitch, same. No, laid up in bed with a glass of wine with, with tears in your eyes. I love it. I mean, I don't love that you're in pain, but, like, I love this. Um, And then you also, um, I think you wrote back. Let me add this. He knows he fucked up and wanted to work things out, too. But ever since he had a, had a hunch that I already been with someone else, he pulled the plug on us. I don't know. I really believe him. I don't know if I really believe him or not, but I know he's just as hurt as I am. But the fact that he's playing the victim in this whole situation leaves a bitter taste in my mouth. Sigh. Girl, fuck him. Girl, fuck him. No, fuck him and the horse he rode in on. Um... But I also get where you're coming from because it's like you lost a friend. But you know what's crazy? I got to thinking, like, I love, 
I was saying this just literally yesterday to Tia. I was like, I love that you have friends that you've known since you were a little girl. You know, like since for long, long. I love when you meet people like that because you that lets me know that you solid. When you meet people who got long term friends, that means you solid. But it's not to say that when you get older, you don't have good connections with people. You know, I have my day ones and we have a solid connection. But then there's some people I've met later on in life and we have an even deeper connection. You know, we have a, a deep connection, too. Um, it all just kind of depends. But I think it's also like different stages in your life. You know, um, I think it's very easy to meet people through work through um, school, sororities, the gym, you know, if you do Pilates, whatever. It's easy to meet people like that. Um, But I think it's, you know, it does suck to kind of lose a friend, but you will meet more people, you know? And so I don't want you to feel discouraged, like, oh, bitch, you know, my my circle's getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Because, you know, it's just different. You know what it also could be? You have to look at where those people are in life and where you are. Because there are people who I was, you know, I I was friends with in my 20s that I'm not really super duper close with now. We'll still kick it and, you know, we will still, you know, meet up and whatnot. In fact, I met up with a friend of mine. I haven't seen him in like four or five years. And it was no beef, no nothing like that. We just met up. We're like, bitch, let's, oh, I didn't know you was in town. I didn't know you was in town either. Like, bitch, let's go, go eat, bitch. And we ate and chopped it up. And it was nice to, you know, re, you know, rekindle our friendship. And, you know, it was like we just kicked up where we left off. Um, but, you know, it's. There's different seasons in life. And I think when it comes to friends, it's okay to kind of fall out of a season with someone because you're in a different season. And But the good thing is, the really nice thing is, there's always someone new possibly in your new season, if that makes sense. Like, there's always, you're going to meet someone new, hopefully, child, you know. Um, So don't dwell so much on that but i know like it it is kind of scary to think of like losing friends or like your friend circle is getting smaller and smaller but that's not a bad thing it just means you can meet someone later on and i know that there is this discussion of like meeting friends and um it being harder when you get older but I think in uh, on the flip side, I think it could also be easier because you are much more mature, hopefully, you know, like you are in a different stage in life, you know, like you're not dealing with the bullshit. You ain't dealing with drama. And so it's I feel like it's easier to also find new friends, if that makes sense. Um, like even now, like where I'm at now, I'm like, I'm really happy with, you know, things have really shifted for me. And um it's, you know, I definitely still have, like, my day ones and stuff, but it is nice to be introduced to people who you can just kick it with. I mean, you can just connect with instantly, and it's not, you don't need to, 
you know, have like this long history, if that makes sense. So I wouldn't really stress about that. Um, I really genuinely would not stress about that man. You're pretty. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't even, not saying like you got to be pretty, that means anything, but like it kind of is a bitch. I'm not really. <laughs> It kind of it it, it means a little something. It may not be a lie, but it's just a little something. Um, so I know somebody gonna be you know on in your line any day now. You know, and I just really wouldn't really worry about it. Um, I think it's nice to. I think I kind of just look on the bright side of things of where like what are, what are you taking away from this now? I would focus on what. Now that this has happened, what do you take from it? And one of the things you can take from is you learn a little bit more about yourself. You learn like, bitch, I'm not putting up with that. You learn how to sniff things out even more. You learn what to look for. You learn more about your worth. You know what I'm saying? Like you learn, you kind of have a little bit more of a grounding. So moving forward, it's not going to be hopefully the same issue. So... I wouldn't worry about it. Fuck him. Um, no, really, fuck him. Really. And yeah, I mean, it does suck that I think you said y'all's been friends for 15 years. Let me see. Yeah, 15 years. Yeah, that kind of sucks. But I mean, I recently had a friend that I've known. When did I get to know him? Um, we've been friends. I want to say 13, 14, 15 years or so. And then one day we just, it just stopped. And I haven't talked to him in over a year. And if you would have told me like during when we were friends, like, oh, you know, you would, y'all wouldn't be friends no more. I would, I would be like, no way. Like, I'm like, oh my God, devastation. Oh my God. I don't feel no type of way. And a part of me feels like, I should feel bad because I don't care. Um, you know, I just don't think I care. Because you want to know why is because I've always been a good friend. And it's funny because I was just talking to Tia about this yesterday at dinner. We both were like, there'll never be a moment in your life or anyone's life that they could ever say anything bad about me. You you know, you might be like, oh, Solomon is, you know, he says some condescending shit. He could be an asshole. But if I'm your friend, well, if I'm your friend now, I'm not talking about the the receptionist in the 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 offices that I was in, the medical offices and how I was talking to them, because I was I was talking to them crazy. But if I'm your friend, there'll never be a moment you can say I've done anything wrong to, towards you. I have never not been a good friend to you. So Tia was saying how like she can leave these relationships or th that, that thing and not feel bad and feel like I can cut this off and move on and not feel bad because you know, you gave it your all, you know, you were a good person in that relationship, whether it was a friendship relationship, a romantic relationship, or in your case, both. If you know you was a solid person and you didn't treat nobody wrong, I don't feel like I can't. So when we stop being friends, I don't feel no type of way about it. 
I don't feel sad. I don't feel angry. I don't feel any type of way. Because I know I was a solid friend. And one day, and maybe not, because I don't care, but there'll be a time where it'll be like, no, Solomon was a solid friend to me. Solomon never did anything wrong against, like, he never, he was a solid stand-up nigga, for real. So, um, I think also focus on that, focus on, like, I was, I did what I can, what I, what I, what I could do. I was solid, I was honest, I put my all into it, and you couldn't meet me there, and I think you need to be okay with that. You need to be like, I did my part. Because hypothetically speaking, if y'all get back together, you know, let's say you do get back together or you wanted to, what's going to change? Nothing. You're going to still be the same person who gives your all, who puts both her feet in, who, you know, is a solid stand up person. And we don't know what he's going to be like. We don't know if he's going to be solid and stand up. He might not change. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't, I would focus on what you did right. And get that, I think that could give you a little bit of comfort moving forward. But um, girl, enjoy that white wine or that wine, bitch. You should have told me what it was, you know. So I could have gone and go tried it. I, you didn't say if it was a box wine, you just said cheap wine from Fufales. So, anyways, um, Wishing you all the best. If you do have any updates, please feel free to write in. Sending you light and love and moving right along. All right. So we have time for probably one more letter. We do have a lot more in the inbox. So I will do more um, next week. But this one I wanted to get into. Where is it? Bitch, I just had it. Don't tell me I lost it. Bitch. Uh uh, hold on. I just have this thing. Oh, Jesus Christ. I gotta log back in. I thought I set it up. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, okay, cool. There, here it is. I've been wanting, I've been, I've been wanting to get into this for like a few weeks now. So, anyways, am I recording? Okay. Dear Solomon, I hope this letter finds you well. I've been an avid listener of your show and have found comfort and guidance in your thoughtful advice. Today, I find myself in need of your wisdom and perspective regarding a challenging situation in my life. I have been in a relationship. Damn, y'all hear that? Damn, it's Ryan. She munching hard, bitch. Damn, why she eating so loud? Uh-uh. Hold on. Y'all hear this? I'm sorry. I just find this so funny. Okay, never mind. I scared her. <laughs> Hold on. Um, Sorry. So unprofessional of me. Um, Literally stopped in the middle of this letter. No, because she was eating so loud. I'm like, damn, bitch. You know what's crazy? Ryan be really hungry lately. And I don't know if it's now because she ain't got no uterus or something, but they did say like when you get rid of their hormones or something or their uterus, like they get fat and they be hungry or something. So I think she's starting to like, she be wanting food, bitch. She be very vocal and very ornery and she be wanting food. I normally have, I give it, I have like 
the dry food I leave out all day long for them. But the wet food, I get one can and I split it in half a day. So half for each cat. And yet the last few days, I've been giving them both their own can of wet food. And they've been tearing that thing up. And they still be eating. Bitch, I think she wants some food. Anyways, um, sorry. Where the fuck was I? Today, I find myself in need of your wisdom and perspective regarding a challenging situation in my life. I have been in a relationship with a man for three years, and we recently welcomed a beautiful baby into our lives. However, I find myself at a crossroads, feeling increasingly frustrated and uncertain about our future together. The crux of the matter lies, come on, crux, the crux of the matter lies in my partner's unemployment and his unwavering focus on pursuing a career as a writer in Hollywood. Girl. Wow, good luck with that. Um, them niggas are still on strike. But anyways, for the past two years, my partner has been without a job. Well, girl, he's... He, it ain't looking good right now. It is not looking good. Let me read this damn letter and quit playing games. For the past two years, my partner has been without a job. He firmly believes that taking up any work outside of writing would hinder his chances of breaking into the drama series writing industry. While I admire his passion and dreams, I am growing increasingly concerned about our financial stability and the well-being of our family. As it stands, my partner does not contribute to the household expenses or bills, leaving me to shoulder the financial burden alone. This situation has become increasingly challenging, especially with the added responsibilities that come with raising our eight-month-old child. To make matters worse, my partner spends a significant amount of time engrossed in video games, further neglecting his role as a provider and a father. <sighs> Solomon, I feel torn between supporting my partner's dreams and ensuring the stability and security of our family. I want to encourage him to pursue his passion, but I also need him to contribute and actively participate in our shared responsibilities. It's disheartening to witness his lack of motivation to seek employment and his disregard for the financial strain at places. Wait, disregard the financial strain it places on our relationship. I'm writing to seek your advice on how to approach this delicate situation. How can I communicate my concerns effectively without dampering or dampening his aspirations? Is there a way to find a balance between pursuing dreams and fulfilling responsibilities? I am desperate for guidance on how to navigate this challenging period in our lives. Thank you for taking the time to read my letter, Solomon. I eagerly await your words of wisdom and guidance. Your expertise and come on, expertise and compassion wouldn't mean the world to me as I seek a re resolution to this situation. Warm regards, Nicole. Yes, Nicole, come on, wisdom and guidance, honey. Yes, I'm giving you, I'm giving you, I'm giving you uh, licensed therapies, bitch. Nicole, let me tell you something. Leave him right now. Leave him. And I'm, 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 I'm going to really flesh it out for you. But you need to leave him. And you need to do what you need to do right now. Right now, girl. You need to write... Either go online, Google right now. I'm telling you, do this today. Don't do it tomorrow. Don't do it later tonight. Do it right the fuck now, Nicole. I swear to God. Because I'm going I'm to email you back. I'm going to email you in seven days. And I'm going to make sure you did this. I'm not playing with you. Go on Google and, and type in the state that you're in. Whatever state you're in. You didn't tell me where. But type the state that you're in and type 30-day notice to pay or quit.
Now, you get that little form. Sometimes you got to pay a little money for it or whatever, but there's ways around it. All you really got to do is screen cap it and write it out yourself. Um, sometimes when you screen cap it, put it on your computer, you can actually like highlight those situations and copy paste. But anyways, get you a 30 day to pay or quit. Put his name up in that motherfucker. Put your name in that motherfucker. Put the address and every damn thing else. Then follow me. Then you put, you get an envelope, you write his name and whatever, and it, where he lived, which is clearly your address. Then you take your ass to the motherfucking post office. Go up there and you pay, I think it's like $13 for the whole, maybe it may not even be that, that much. But you pay for that certified thing. You're going to do two things. Listen, pay for a certified, um, to deliver it, certified mail. And get a signature. So that means he has a sign for it. And then get, um, it's like a pink slip, I think, that you also pay for that they can put on there that says, um, what else? What It says that once it's delivered, it will send you a copy that it's been delivered. You do that and you send him that and give him 30 fucking days to pay rent or get the fuck out of the, your house. I'm not playing. If you think I'm playing, I'm, I promise you I'm not. And I normally not like to be this aggressive with people, but you need to do this. That man needs to pay his rent or get the fuck up out of your house. Y'all have an eight-month child, and he's not paying no bills, no food, no Pampers, no Gerber, no rice, no formula, no nothing. He got to go. He got to go. He got to go to his mama's house, his homeboy's house, somebody's house. But he can't be in yours. He got to go. Because you're not, you're not, you're not running up this motherfucking electricity bill playing them damn games. You need to get your lazy, narrow ass up. Go change a goddamn fucking, you need to get your ass up and hit that motherfucking pavement and find a goddamn fucking job. I'm not playing. Tell him he needs to, he got 30 days to pay this damn rent. And if not, pack your shit up and go. But you need to get it and you you don't don't tell him, oh, I want you to pay. No. Give him a goddamn 30 day notice to pay or quit. And that puts shit in motion with the courts so that you could eventually evict his motherfucking ass. Get him out. I don't know if he's on the lease. I don't know really what's going on. Still, write that fucking 30-day notice. Send it. He ain't paying his half of the rent. He got to go. Because he needs... First off... Y'all know that Yann LaVancent thing where she's like... It's that thing where she's like, is that what you want? And the girl's crying. She's like, yes. And then Yann is like, well, let me tell you something. You're never going to get it. That's what you need to tell him. He wants to be a writer in Hollywood for drama series. Is that what you want? Well, let me tell you something. You're never going to get it. You're never going to get it. Sorry, delicious. Give it up. You're not going to get it, babe. Them bitches are on strike right now. You want to be a writer in Hollywood? Not happening. No. Not going to happen. 
They're not hiring. Let me tell you something. The way these uh, these um, studios and streaming platforms is gangster with it right now, they ain't budging. And one person told, one executive recently told, I think, was it Vanity Fair or Deadline or somebody, they were like, bitch, they don't want to, they're not budging. And they're willing and waiting for writers to lose their homes and lose, be poor and be out on the streets. We're not giving them, they're not giving them a dime. They're not negotiating anytime soon. So that whole idea of you being a writer and like, I'm going to... Give it up, delicious. You got to find a job and be a man. Get a fucking job and take care of your family. I don't know what else to say. You got to go. You have to pack his stuff up and he has to go. He has to get out of your house. You don't got time to be on nobody's motherfucking video games playing and, and twiddling your motherfucking thumbs until you got fucking carpal tunnel syndrome and can't see at night, you know, in a couple years because your eyes are just glued to a motherfucking screen monitor. No. You need to be on that Indeed.com. Okay? You need to be on that Indeed.com. I don't know where you find jobs no, nowadays, but I think it's Indeed. It's something. You got to be on that. You don't got no business. Girl. And I'm trying to be nice because I'm trying not to, like, shade you in the interim. But, like, girl, I wish I would be working my ass off and paying all the goddamn bills in this motherfucking house and done pushed out a damn baby out of my motherfucking body and still losing sleep and your ass ain't paying for nothing and got the nerve to be on no damn video game. The way I would rip that plug out of the wall. I'm I'm not being I'm not exaggerating. I hope you know I'm not like I'm being one th- everything I'm about to tell you is 1000% what I would do. The way I would rip that goddamn plug out of the wall, throw that monitor into the trash. The Xbox, the 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 PlayStation, the the X Cube, GameCube, Big Cube, Little Cube, Nintendo DS, Nintendo Switch, whatever the fuck, I don't care. It would be ripped out of the goddamn wall and into the trash. I, you're not playing in my face. You're not playing in my face and insulting me. Playing, being being able to enjoy life and and be stress-free and play your little fuck-ass video games while I pay for the goddamn bills and take care of this goddamn kid? I wish you would. We we would actually probably have to fight. We would probably have to fight. We would have to get physical. And I don't want you to get physical. I'm not telling... I don't want people to do violence. I would. I It would be violent for, on my end. We, it would have to get violent. But I'm going to come home after being stressed and it's hot outside right now it's summertime it's hot bitch my thighs is rubbing against each other chafing i am hot and i come home after trying to do shit and i see your ass twiddling your motherfucking thumbs on that damn game controller bitch that was send me to the moon and back I don't even know how to explain how infuriated I would be 
But one thing I do know for sure that that game will be in the trash and you would have a 30 day notice to pay or fucking quit the next day. Because let me tell you something, bitch. You you need you need to get a job and that's everybody. That's everybody. It's not just him. That's everybody. But let me tell you something. Let's say you y'all ain't got no baby. Y'all ain't got no response. If you want to play your video games from sunup to sundown and contribute not one red motherfucking cent to anything, because everything's high right now, girl. Everything high. Everything high. Gas high, food high. Everything high. It's not, everything's high, bitch. It's too high. You got to do, you got to contribute something. So, if you if you want to play your video games and do all that shit, all be my motherfucking guest. That's fine. If you want to wait till you have the perfect job lined up and the the universe is on your side and the heavens open up and the stars fucking align, fine. But you ain't gonna be that and then gotta take care of your child. You're a whack ass man, okay? It's giving. It's giving. It's giving whack it's giving whack let me tell you something i am beyond grateful i have the ability to care for myself but let me tell you one thing and one thing only that i know for sure if i have to raise a child and all my money goes let's say hypothetical and lord I'm knocking on wood, child. Let's say somebody sues me and they just, I don't know, bitch. And my business is here today, gone tomorrow. And I wake up tomorrow with no Queenishas. You want to know what the fuck Solomon's going to do? I'm going to be on somebody's damn roof. Putting down tile, bitch. I'm going to be standing up in somebody's motherfucking Home Depot. In front of Home Depot giving off manual labor bitch i'm gonna fire up that um task rabbit and i'm gonna start building some ikea furniture i'm gonna fire up that uber eats baby and i'm gonna be door dashing and uber eats and food to the girls i'm gonna be get, doing airport lifts to the to the airport i'm gonna be giving up plasma bitch i'm gonna be doing i'm gonna i'm not joking bitch i'm gonna be wielding shit and in in the interim, I'm gonna be finding some way to d- learn how to do some welding, lay down tile, asphalt, tree trimmer, bitch. I'm gonna mow some lawns. I'm gonna do whatever it fucking takes to make me a little coinisha. I'm not sitting around waiting for oh well, you know it's not what I really want. I don't give a fuck. If it's for me. And it's like, oh, it's just for Solomon. I'm like, all right, girl, I could probably thug it out a little bit. But if you got a child to take care of, all that, no. You got to get your ass up, up, and make this money. It's not about you no more. It's not about you wanting to wait for shit to be nice and comfortable and your dream job. Fuck your dream job. That dream job can still be your dream job, and it still can. You can still do that, and you can tell them that. You can be like, you can still be a writer. It ain't gonna happen right now, delicious, because them niggas is on strike. 
But you could still be a writer. That's fine. We love that for you. But let me tell you something. That's not happening anytime now. We don't know what's going to happen with that. So right now, you need to go to the 7-Eleven and apply. You got to do something, baby. You have to do something. Because it's it's incredibly disrespectful to you that this man is sitting up in your motherfucking house because it is your house because you're paying all the goddamn motherfucking bills. But sitting up in your house looking at you and and it's already fucked up. But then it's like, you're going to be do that to your own child. You don't want want more for your child. You don't want to provide them with an easier life. Like, I don't know how much money you make. I don't know what you're doing, girl. But clearly, you do you taking care of everything now. But what a disgusting thing to do to the mother of your child. But then a disgusting thing to do to your child. That man needs to get his lazy ass the girl. Girl, please go unplug that 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 game. I'm over here scratching my head. <laughs> girl, please go unplug that game. Nicole, go unplug that damn game right now. Turn put hit pause. Go unplug that game. And put your foot in that screen. No, seriously, stomp that that screen out. Girl, God. you don't got no brothers. You don't got no big brother, little brother, no niece, nephew that's over the age of 21 that can rough this nigga up. You think I'm playing? I'm not. Because let me tell you something, bitch. And this is not the case, but if this, if you were my sister... If you were my sister and this was the scenario she was in, I would be busting through that door. I would probably be choking him out. Because, no, I would tell her, get the 30-day notice, unplug that damn thing, and if he don't get his shit together, I'm going to put my foot far up his ass and drag him to the unemployment. Like, he got to do something. He got to make some money. If if he's not gonna do it by, if he's not gonna do it on his own accord, it's gonna be violent. I'm gonna force him, and if that's not gonna be the case, he gotta get out. He gotta get out. He gotta go somewhere else. And he can't come to the house. He can't do shit. And I know the girls be like, "Oh, money's not everything." Okay, cool. Yeah, money's not everything, but at the same time, money is a lot. But then you need to be there. You need to be. You need to put some fucking effort. And bitch, let me tell you something. Also, I know the mental health girl is going to hate me for this. I don't want to hear no shit about, oh, he, you know, depression. I feel bad for myself. Anxiety, depression, sadness, depression, depression, sadness. Bitch, get your ass up. Put that little depression aside, bitch. You know what I'm saying? If you find out you're depressed, this is what you need to do. You need to put some moves on. You need to make some progress. You need to go talk to a therapist, call your insurance company, talk to your primary care doctor, tell your primary care doctor what's going on, then talk to the goddamn, get a referral for a therapist. And if the therapist don't work, then you might need to do psychiatry and get on like some Lexapro, some Prozac, whatever the fuck. But you need to be proactive. I'm sorry you're depressed, but do something about it. 
the girls be like, I'm depressed, I'm depressed, and they be worried about all the shit that they can't do and da-da-da-da. Nobody, I want you to know this, and I want everybody to listen to this when the girls who are depressed, nobody fucking cares. Nobody, I promise you, nobody cares. Get your ass up, and what do you do now? Stay in motion. Keep going. Okay, great. We know you're depressed now. You know you're depressed. Now what are you going to do with it? Now do something. Go take one step. It don't got to be a bunch of steps. Take one little step towards getting better. You got to force yourself to do it. Because I guarantee you this world does not fucking care that you're depressed. Keep going. You know how many single moms are out there who be depressed and have dealing with anxiety but still fucking wake up in the morning, take their kids to school and do what they need to fucking do? I don't want to fucking hear it. Tell that man to fucking man up and get his shit together. But give his ass that 30-day notice of pair quick because he has to go. He got to get up out that house. Electricity too fucking high for you to be on that damn game all day long. Electricity too high, all that is too too much. You need to all that all that energy and time you put into that that damn game, you need to be putting it into that resume, bitch. And I don't want to hear no shit about, oh, I'm um, there's nothing out there. Then you need to lie on your fucking resume. Yeah, I said it. You need to lie, bitch. Yeah, I'm a doctor. Serious, but I'm not playing. I feel like maybe there's a good chance. I know y'all know I'm not playing. I'm being for real, but I feel like there's also a chance there's some listeners who are listening to me like, bitch, you're being funny. I'm not. You know, all my jobs, I would lie and say I had a bachelor's degree. I never been to, I don't, I don't even have a fucking high school diploma. Lie, bitch. And if they, you know what I'm saying? Figure out a way to fucking lie. You need money. You need to go sell some dick. You need to sell some plat. You need to do so- you need to do something, bitch. Don't do no fraud. Don't do no no drug dealing. Don't do nothing like that. But you need to do something that's legal and and get it get it going. He needs to bring some money in. And it sounds like yeah, he might be depressed and he might be like really feeling some type of way because it's like yeah, what type of fucking man sits up in his girl's house with a newborn and ain't got no money and just being a loser playing video games? You're because you're a loser. That's really what losers do. Doing loser stuff. It's loser. It's very loser. Hi loser. It's very loser. Tell him this. Turn it up. Put me on speakerphone. Hi loser. You playing the video games? You're a loser. Get your ass up and take care of your child. Loser. It's giving loser. And I know that doesn't feel good. And I'm sure that's really, you know, igniting depression or sense of self-doubt. But it's like all that shit, all that, all that, all that shit goes out the window when you become a father. Like you got to man up and be a fucking man. It drives me crazy when I hear about men who do not take care of of their children and their responsibility. I cannot understand it. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't even I don't I don't know. I can I can see when you know you and a baby mama know work out, but you got to be man enough and take care of your children, right? 
my dad, I'm not trying to put my family's business out there like that, but like he, you know, him and his first wife, they divorced and whatever. So my sister was between my dad's home and um, um, her mom. So like they were just back and forth. My dad took care of business. He didn't ever make sure, like he was always there for my sister. He made sure the money was there, the roof was taken. And part of being a man is like, yeah, you may not fuck with your baby moms or whatever, but you got to make sure like her car working. You know what I'm saying? You got to make sure her car, because that's the car taking the, the child to school. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can go on and on. I just, I hate ain't shit niggas. I really do. And it's not about black folks or Latin. It's just, it could be white men too. You still an ain't shit nigga. I hate that shit. It's giving, just, it's giving loser. It's really giving loser. It's giving gross. And you know what's really weird is I'm, I'm, maybe because I'm also getting older, so I'm starting to, like, not be in that circle, but, like, know more instances like this. But a friend of mine recently, she was like, yeah, um, he, you know, I got pregnant, and he was here for a little bit, and then he just disappeared and then showed up when I, you know, gave birth and then was here for like a month and then disappeared and i'm like bitch disappear how do you how how do you like just see your son be born and then like disappear like i don't disappear and not want to be in your son's life like what type of example are you giving your son like it's just, yo, bro, I can't, it's, this topic will send me to the moon and back, and I just feel like I need to, like, end it right now before I spiral even more, but, <clears throat> girl, send that man a fucking 30-day notice to pay or quit. For real. I'm not, I'm, I know the girls like to do things amicably and meet you in half the middle, meet you in the middle and leave the law out of it and do all this nice kumbaya shit. I'm not a kumbaya person. I like to get violent. <laughs> no, I really fucking do. I'm not here for none of that shit, bitch. You gonna get the fuck up out of my house. And if you don't get the fuck up out of my my daddy gonna come over here and drag you out. Or my brother gonna somebody somebody gonna drag you out this house. Somebody gonna drag you out this house. I may not be able to do it, but somebody on day 31 is going to drag your ass out of this house by force. So you got 30 days to pay or quit. But I think in those 30 days, you better go to Home Depot, buy you, go to U-Haul, go to public storage, get you some, um, some boxes and some motherfucking tape and start putting your shit in boxes. And I'm going to give you some space to do all that shit but I guarantee you on thirty day 31, at midnight, I'm not giving you till 10 a.m. in the morning for you to get your shit out. At midnight, on the 31st day, at the strike of goddamn midnight, bitch, you're getting dragged out. Dragged out. Have that fucking U-Haul in front of my house, bitch. And think I'm playing. I would love for you to see if I'm playing because you will be dragged the fuck out. 
I don't care. You could be taking a shit on the goddamn toilet, bitch. We will. I will have somebody drag you off that toilet and toss you out of this motherfucking house. Girl, you better than me. You better than me, Nicole. I'm, te I'm, I'm, I'm texting you. I'm, I'm emailing you back this time next week, and I, you better give that man a 30-day notice. I'm going to read you next week, girl. I'm being serious. I'm going to read you next week if you don't. So, wishing you all the best. I'm praying for you. But get that man out of your house and moving right along. A smooth operator. I'm a smooth operator. A smooth operator. I'm a smooth operator. All right. So, what do I got beef with today? Um... Not really much of anything. Honestly, it's really just kind of just beef with the American health system, how slow it is and how like it operates. It's just like really late, delayed and stupid. Um, <coughs> excuse me. That's really about it. Um, final thoughts. I'm just going to go right into final thoughts because it's already almost at the two hour mark. And I'm still going to try to go to the gym. Fuck. And then do these orders. Um, the collagen serum is back in stock now. The large bottle is available. So if you also, if you order anything over $80 or more, you get free shipping. So if you order the collagen serum, you can get it sh shipped to you for free. It is in stock. Um, and we do have um, travel size face washes coming soon. We also have the eye cream coming soon. Um, but aside from that, yeah, feel free to go to sawraybeauty.com to place your orders. Um, the, the small bottle of the collagen serum will be in, I want to say in a week or two. So that will be here as well. And I will be doing a gift with purchase with um, the microneedling pins with the small bottle of collagen serum so be sure to stay on the lookout for that um if you did do a pre-order for the collagen serum the large bottle it will be going out tomorrow so expect tracking numbers in your email friday um and that's kind of about it is gay pride that this weekend so all my straight friends is wanting to do some gay shit and i'm like bitch you why are you trying to do some gay shit bitch not me being an ally for my my straight friends. Not me being a, a, a ally for my straight friends because they really want to do gay shit this weekend. I'm just like, girl, why? So I'm gonna do some gay shit with my my straight friends. Um, what else? What else? What else? Aside from that, um, I do want to give a shout out to the girls. So on Snapchat, I don't know if um, I know not everybody follows me there, but a good chunk of you guys do. Um, I did say I'm going to start sharing a lot more things that I'm only going to share on Snapchat. I'm not going to share them yet on Instagram um, just because I do have family on Instagram. And it, I think it seems so ass backwards, I know. So please don't try to make sense of it. But I'm going to share a lot of these things with my family later on around Christmas time. Um, so... A lot of things that I'll be doing in the next few months, I'll be sharing little teeny bits here and there, um, but only exclusively on Snapchat, just because I kind of like the like the community we've built together over the last three years. And like, just like this idea of 
I don't know how to put it. Like, like, you know, like whenever I put like a picture of Ryan on my Snapchat, it's so nice to see comments of people like, oh, I remember when you first got Ryan. I remember when you was going through this or like it's these reminiscent moments that I really do genuinely love. Um, So I kind of want this next chapter in my life. It's going to be nice for people to be like, bitch, no, oh, I remember when you was spiraling at the, the doctor's office. I remember when you was, you know, just, you know, little things like that. So I'm like, and it's also not natural for me not to share parts of my life that I'm going through. You know, it seems very unnatural and very, um, very, it's very unnatural and very withstraining um, to not be super open with what I'm going into but um I'll be sharing like little teeny bits little here and there like talks about like you know my doctor's appointments or this or that or um just on snapchat for a while and I think I'm going to be doing uh I don't know really how I'm gonna do this but there is something I do have planned for the travel size face wash that um I'm going to be sharing with you guys, not on Instagram or anywhere else, but just kind of on um, Snapchat. So be sure to follow me there or just tune in if you want. Or if you don't want to, that's fine. But, um, <clears throat> but yeah, but um, yeah, that's kind of like all I can really give out for now but um what else what else what else aside from that i'm tired i'm still tired but i'm gonna go drink me a little piece of coffee a little thing of espresso or whatever oh no i'm gonna do me like a little um pre-workout yes because i need to get my ass to the motherfucking gym because i just yeah it really sucks because i was on such a good little fitness moment and now I'm going to just blow up like the world trade. Anyways, so take care of yourself. And from next till next week, take care of yourself and each other. Bye.